Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Neil Haley Show. And I'm really excited to welcome the host of When Women Fly, Sylvia Winter. Sylvia, thanks for stopping by. How are you? Oh, Neil, thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. See, when I met you and you first told me you fly, I'm like, and you told me about the podcast, but then you said fly. I started thinking about it. Wow. I remember when I always talk to people that fly or do something so extraordinary it like puts some puts people like standoffish or like wow isn't it like it amazing when you tell people you fly yeah it's a great conversation starter for sure no one wants to talk about anything else once i tell them i'm a pilot yeah because it's like i can't believe you're a pilot really and so how did that story start and then we'll talk about the podcast but i'm just so intrigued i know one pilot in my life and I was working with him and he uh he's an he was a fighter pilot and also he uh um fly, flew for southwest and I just every time yeah. we would co-host and interview people they would always say oh my gosh celebrities amazing people like were like yeah wow factor so that's yeah it's it's really cool <laughs> yeah so I didn't grow up in a aviation family you know a lot of People have parents or dads that flew, which I didn't. It's just, I always wanted to learn how to fly. And it wasn't my professional pursuit. I'm a landscape architecture by training. Um, so I went into the arts and science and sort of a STEM field. But um, it wasn't actually until I had my second child that I realized that if I didn't start doing this thing that I always wanted to do, that I probably wouldn't do it and wouldn't have a chance to, to try it. So um, I started flying at almost 30 and, um, yeah, I just got the bug. I mean, it was everything that I thought it would be. It was challenging and it really forced me to show up as a pilot in command, which was exhilarating. Um, but it's also just so darn cool. It's just amazing. It's amazing to fly over the land, um, which is ultimately my love is land and um, being able to see it from that perspective is, is really incredible. How do you get a pilot's license? How's that work? Oh, so um, you find a flight school and they're all over the place. There are different types of flight schools, but um, you can like literally Google flight school and there's probably a small airport near you and there's probably a flight school there and you ask them for a discovery flight and they'll take you up and um you can they'll give you the controls for a little bit and you can see how it feels and you go from there what skills do you need to have to be able to do this because there's not lots of uh commercial pilots right the, the, i mean a commercial or even uh the, have a pilot license is not a huge percentage of people in the world yeah it's it? not a huge percentage of people and i would say it's one of those things that if you if anyone if one wants to do it they can do it i mean the training is challenging um there's certainly some math in there and there's a lot of intuition to be able to fly well and you have to acquire knowledge um but it's reachable for i would say any any human being i mean We'll talk about the podcast, but one of my recent guests is a woman that was born without arms and she's a pilot. Um, so yeah. the, anyone can learn how to fly. It might be more or less challenging depending on whatever your strengths and weaknesses are. There are a lot of components that go into flying from reading a map and navigating to um, following some rules <laughs> and making good judgment calls and understanding how to trade power for altitude and things like that. But it's all it's all learnable. So there has to be some sort, you must've had no fear 
when you <gasps> at all? No, oh, yes. no, 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 really? no, no. Fear is, was part of it. Um, fear still is part of it. I mean, I, um, I go to the airfield trying to talk myself down from all the ways, all the reasons I shouldn't fly. Um, but, uh, you know, it's kind of cool doing things that you're afraid of, right. Then you realize like you can do things that you're afraid of. And, um, yeah, no, I, I fear was definitely part of it. I mean, less so now than when I was early on, um, because I know the procedures and I know I've trained for emergencies, but, um, yeah, fear's there. It sounds, I mean, I would be, I mean, I'm not afraid of flying, but always the takeoff. And when you go fly somewhere is scary. I mean, cause you just feel that it's, it's, it's not scary, but it's just like a real rush. So I couldn't imagine w with a plane to get in on, to go ahead and take off. And yeah. Feeling. Oh yeah. Leaving the earth is a pretty incredible experience. It's kind of addictive too. So I guess what you're saying, a lot of the point of entry of people not doing it is fear. I bet you, because again, when you, you crash a car, the chances compared to an airplane, a little different, right? Especially. And so, you know, if you do crash like a car, you might survive, but the chances of survival of a plane crash is completely different, right? Yeah. It's a bad day to have a plane crash for sure. Um, but if you really do look at the numbers, driving is actually pretty dangerous. Yeah. And um, there are very clear ways that you can reduce your risk while flying, um, being current, being well-trained, practicing a lot, um, following the rules. Um, so yes, there, it is less forgiving falling from the sky, but um, there are a lot of ways to mitigate that risk. And I would say even more than driving when you're, you know, at the whims of the other people that you're driving with. Sure. There's no one in the, you have certain people that could be in the air, but that's the job of the air traffic controller to make sure that you don't end up hitting some other plane. It's more yeah. about keeping the controls, navigating where you need to go. It's in a way, flying is a lot like a ship in the old days, right? Especially navigating through those certain things. You you have certain control, but you really don't have certain control flying, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you just like, you have to hold both sort of the precision and being very calculated with also the sense of being nimble and being very um, sort of in tune with the changing factors, the variables, because it's very dynamic situation, right? So um, yeah, that is the same in that way, similar. All right. So let's kind of talk about why the podcast. And I love the title, When Women Fly, because again, we can think about it's just going to be about women flying, but really it's about women who are taking, and let, let's hear you give us that explanation. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm happy to. So When Women Fly is a podcast that celebrates the spirit of flight. And I use flight as a metaphor. Um, and we talk about it literally and metaphorically when I speak with my guests. So I have women, it's an interview format. I have women every week come and tell their journey through their op the obstacles, the, the challenges that they needed to overcome. Um, we talk a lot about dismantling fear and not necessarily uh, overcoming it, but almost like sort of sitting with it and living with it. And essentially like how these women navigate a world that is often male dominated, that um, 
is following a way that's following their passion, following their intuition and um, sort of reaching beyond expectations or perceived limitations. So I do interview pilots, but often my guests are pilots and other things, or maybe not even pilots at all, might be ski jumpers or trapeze artists or um, runners. You know, I, I try to really um, listen when I'm doing my research for my guests to hear for people that talk about, oh, I was flying or right. um, like, you know, I'll hear runners be like, you know, I was flying or trapeze artists like, or skiers. Um, so whenever I hear that, I'm like, okay, this guest, this is a potential person that knows that feeling of leaving the sort of the, the leaving gravity in one way or another. And again, metaphorically or figuratively, um, so yeah, so it's really about that spirit of flight because I feel like it's it it wasn't intended to be a podcast about women who fly, which would be a different podcast, very compelling, I'm sure. But it was really about sort of the phenomenon that happens when women are able to overcome those perceived limitations. And that's the problem. A lot of times we look, we have preconceived notions of what women can do and not do. And it starts in school. Okay, women are better reading in English and boys are better, and girls and boys, I mean, boys and men are better at math and science. So it already starts that process where we talk about as babies, okay, you're playing with dolls while you're going to play with trucks. And that's just not a good way of really allowing people to find themselves, especially knowing that, guess what, you can do anything you want. I uh, talked to Michelle Snow for Podcast Magazine Review, and she basically set the boundaries so high for herself. Okay, she was in a, grew up in a poor family. I'm going to get 17 scholarships. She ended up with 150 athletic and academic scholarships. She was the first woman to dunk in a college basketball game. That is the uh, pro, that is what we talk about. In your of your guests to do something just so amazing uh yeah. that you know wow you know no one would think that uh, and at the time i know that in sports we never thought that women were going to dunk a basketball right we never knew that women could be better than men in certain things and the obstacles are being broken and, and breaking right through that glass ceiling and that's such a important thing and i think that's what your podcast is trying to do yeah it is it is and you know it certainly is targeted for women who are overcoming perceived limitations, but right, all humans do, right? And I think the more we can break down in general, the gendered activities and the sort of the conditions that create limitations on, on all humans, I think we're all going to be better off because if we can all sort of be all that we can be, for our own our own version of that, then then we're bound to be better off rather than feeling like we're we're pigeonholed or we're boxed in in some way. It's a great exercise. I think that that we miss out, and this would be a great thing for anyone to listen to because sometimes they just have that bias that they don't think it can happen. And we need to be able to tell little girls, you can do whatever you want. We're not going to give you limitations. And I think that's what this show is doing. Absolutely. And that there's a support network out there. So if you don't get that positive feedback in your immediate environment, you know, come to us, we're here. Um, and there, there's a lot of positive mentorship and um, 
just support for, for young girls and, and older women. I mean, women that are in their middle age have never often really spoken from their own heart or, you know, lived a life that was their own. And, and I think that's also a really amazing time to, to start unlocking that level of authenticity and, and sort of free spirit. You have that goal of creating a community so you can, this becomes a movement, right? Yeah. What you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hope. And it's going to happen. So you put it's it in happen. your mind, it's going to happen. Yeah. It, it is happening. Right? It, it is, is happening. happening. I mean, it's I know. With the podcast already yeah. because you're yeah. transforming stories that are just not told all the time. And that's I right. think that that's fantastic. Where can people check out the podcast? Where can they go? So on all your favorite podcast platforms, um, we uh, push the podcast out on Thursday mornings, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also have a website, whenwomenfly.com. And um, you can also send out an email to hello at whenwomenfly.com. The movement continues to grow and that's a tremendous thing. And I think that just we have to understand in so many ways that we should never limit anyone from doing anything that they want to do. And I think that diversity is such an important part of this of the conversation, but also to understand that we can never tell people they can't. It's they can. And if we can tell everyone you can and not give them that roadblock, wow, the, ex, the, the, the things that can happen are just tremendous. So I appreciate you coming by. Thanks so much, Neil. I appreciate it. All right. You're listening and watching The Neil Haley Show, and we'll be back in just a moment.